sometimes life can truly be difficult. In this, the 22nd edition of Sound Teaching, we're going to go to the Epistle of James and find answers to questions concerning how to deal with difficulties in our lives. James has been called the Gospel of Practicality, and I believe this title is well-deserved. In fact, I know of no other author in the whole Bible who is more concerned with equipping the saints with practical advice in living a life for Christ. With this in mind, let's read verses 2 through 4 of James chapter 1 and see what we can learn from his words. He writes, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Here we have the very first piece of advice from the pen of James. In effect, what he's saying in this passage is that we should regard it an occasion of joy when we fall into various trials or difficulties. Now, on the surface, this might sound as if it is a peculiar statement. After all, no tribulation or difficulty would seem to be a reason to be happy. The writer of the Hebrew letter realized this when he wrote in chapter 12 and verse 11 that no chastening seems to be joyful for the present but grievous. Some might would even think that James is being thoughtless or callous. After all, James, it's easy for you to say be happy. You aren't the one who's suffering. But amazingly, James doesn't even stop by saying that these occasions should cause joy, but stretches it to the point of saying, count it all joy. I think, however, that his explanation, which follows in the next verse, sufficiently explains why he would make such a bold statement. Why should we count it all joy when we are hit with tribulation in this life? Because the testing of our faith produces patience. And indeed, this is a cause for rejoicing. It's a cause of rejoicing because of the importance of incorporating patience into our Christian character. Peter understood this as well. He exhorted his readers in 2 Peter 1, Giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. That's in verses 5 through 7. Now notice especially the exhortation to add perseverance. This word is synonymous with the patience indicated by our text in James. But the key to the passage in Second Peter is the next few verses. They explain for us why we are to add these things, perseverance and others, to our faith. He says in verse 8, For if these things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. Therefore, brethren, be more diligent to make your calling and election sure. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's the verse 11 of the text. Now, adding patience, among other virtues, will guarantee fruitfulness in your service to God and an entrance into the kingdom of His Son. Perhaps an example would be helpful. One of the most difficult times in the life of each of us is when we lose a loved one. This is especially true when the loss is unexpected. I have seen many individuals become bitter and even blame God when such an unfortunate thing happens. But the scriptures indicate that this is a time of opportunity, a time to grow, 
and build up the character of an individual. The writer of Ecclesiastes stated this in chapter 7 in verse 2 when he said, It's better to go to the house of mourning than to go to the house of feasting, for that is the end of all men, and the living will take it to heart. Just about anyone who has suffered through such times and come through to the other side will tell you they're better for it. These types of situations, whether they be times of mourning, personal injury or calamity, monetary troubles, or whatever, they serve to test an individual, and this test produces patience. The word patience here in this text indicates the ability to stand unwaveringly in the face of outward tribulations and difficulties. Each time your faith in God is buffeted with these unfortunate circumstances and you overcome the trial, you become stronger, more able to withstand whatever this life may hurl your way. The word test has an interesting origin. It's the same word which is used for the process of purifying metal. To purify metal, the metal must be placed in a fiery furnace so that the impurities or dross will be purged from the metal. It's a violent process, but the end result is purity. This is the idea that James is trying to get across. The Christian in his life will undergo tests by fire. Fire is the tribulations and difficulties that test the faith of the child of God. And these trials become a furnace through which the Christian passes and thus demonstrates the genuineness of his faith. As with the metal, this process is sometimes a violent one and very uncomfortable, but it is necessary, and the end result is a purified Christian one who is stronger and more complete as a result of the process. Thanks for listening to this edition of Sound Teaching. The Sound Teaching broadcast is brought to you by the Westside Church of Christ in Fort Worth, Texas. My name is Stan Cox, and I am the evangelist for this family of Christians. For more information about our congregation or to find much more material for your private study, please visit our website at soundteaching.org. That's soundteaching.org. Until next time, we pray God's blessings upon you.